Hi, I'm Manika Raman-Wilms, and you're listening to The Decibel from The Globe and Mail. This is Westview Centennial Secondary School. It's in the northwest of Toronto. About 180 teens are graduating from the school this year. Where are we? We came through the back. Oh, God. Oh, oops. Can we get in? I hope so. <laughs> shoot. We're going to miss the photo shoot. Oh, should we run? <laughs> well, where? Can you tell us where the front of the school is? The Globe's education reporter, Caroline Alfonso, and decibel producer, Cheryl Sutherland, went to talk to the grads because, for most of them, their only normal year of high school was grade nine. The pandemic disrupted everyone's lives, but the neighborhood where Westview is located, Jane and Finch, was one of the places most impacted. Data from the city of Toronto shows that in 2020, the early days of the pandemic, the highest concentration of COVID-19 was in this area. And lower-income communities like this neighborhood have consistently been hit the hardest. So Caroline and Cheryl went to find out what it's been like for these pandemic-era high schoolers. This is The Decibel. We got Jarrell is here. Jarrell, not to forget about you as well. We need you to come down to get your photo taken as well at lunch. And Jarrell is going to be a busy man because tomorrow at 2.15, the warm-ups... Caroline and I are in a big space at the far end of the school. It's sort of like a hangout area for students. Inside, there are couches, computers, and even a foosball and ping pong table. The kids that come here are part of a program called Success Beyond Limits, or SBL. It's a program that supports youth in the Jane and Finch community. Staff offer homework help, a space to study and hang out, mentorship, and hot lunches. About a dozen kids who agreed to talk to us are sitting around a big table. They're awkward at first as we started asking questions about their high school experience. But then Kelly, Jesse, and Isaac break the ice. In a in couple of decades from now, when you look back at your high school, your four years or five years here, what are you going to, like, what's going to come to mind? What are you going to think about? I don't remember anything past last week. <laughs> but, like... It's okay, I don't oh, either, like, so... Had, like, I had, like, vital, like, classes, like, English and math and, like, French and that kind of stuff. So it was, like, okay, full stop at, like... March, what, April 6th, I think, or whatever? March 2020? March, March 2020. March, it was March break. It was March 13th. I remember it was March 13th because it was the day I was going to go get my G1 because I just turned 16 and everything had closed down. I remember it. Things were closing down while I was outside. It was so bad. That's also another thing. They pushed school. Like, it was March break for three weeks and they kept saying, yeah, school's going to come back, school's going to come back mm-hmm. until like it hit June. And we're like, yo, mm-hmm. now we're here in your school might be in July. Monday, we're back in July, yo. We're just like, yo, what is this? Monday, I was going to interview you on the graduating class. Do you have a few minutes right now? You planned this, eh? No. That's Monday Gala. 
He's a principal at Westview Centennial. Oh. Well, I, I was my office is messy. If you show my office, yeah. my um, messy office, I'll give you that. I've worked in this neighborhood for quite some time, and one would think that I ought to have known. You know how you think you know your community, and then you are humble? <laughs> well, that was one moment when I discovered the need for learning devices with these kids, right? It really took me by surprise. Our kids didn't have devices. Mm -hmm. And then quite a number of them did not have, um, uh, what do you call, the internet. So, so in addition to dealing with this pandemic, students are also dealing with the tools to use to learn. Monday says the school spent over $100,000 on devices for students. The average household income in the Jane and Finch neighborhood is $41,000 lower than the city's average. It's an area that also gets a bad reputation because news often focuses on crime and violence that happens there. But it's also home to a vibrant community. It's one of the most multicultural parts of the city, with almost 60% of people describing themselves as immigrants and 77% as visible minorities. But you know what? What we saw, it's also an amazing degree of resilience in, this case, in, in our students, right? Uh, that they, they, they stepped up. Uh, uh, it may have needed the, the second, third phone call to get them going, but they eventually got going, you know, most of our kids, and, uh, and did what they need to do to stay afloat. When you're um, just, you know, when you were home, I'm sure a lot of you were lonely, right? Because you weren't with your classmates and stuff. How did you sort of, you know, what did you do for yourselves during that time? FaceTime. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that helped a lot. Uh -huh. Like group chats and stuff like that. Social media got boring. Yeah, it got you know, you wake up in the morning, you log into your class, you mm -hmm. stay on the call for two and a half hours. Okay, I get some me time, whatever. You have nothing to do. You can't go outside, can't touch no grass, nothing. And now you're all you're doing is staring at your screen mm -hmm. until you fall asleep because you have nothing to do. And it's like, okay, that's fine for a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. But then after a while, it's like I'm constantly staring at the screen. Like, when am I going to see my friends in real life? Like, when am I going to do stuff? You know what I mean? FaceTime, like I said, FaceTime. And we, like, we had seen it. Yeah, too. we, we, this okay. laptop. Like, yeah, we had our laptop, like, because mm -hmm. there was, like, new thing. apps and stuff mm -hmm. to do stuff online. Yeah. So, like, we would do our work over the laptops and, like, mm -hmm. just keep each other motivated. Those are the voices of Fola Okerufai, who's 18, and Denise Entry, who's 17. Like, uh, every older sibling had a responsibility. Uh -huh. It was like, overwhelming sometimes. Yeah, it yeah. was. Like, mm -hmm. And especially, like, if your parents were working, and, like, you know, the responsibility, it's on you to, mm -hmm. like, you know, take care of your younger siblings. Fola's mom works as a personal support worker, or PSW. So she was out of the house a lot during the early days of the pandemic. For Denise, her mom is studying to become a PSW, and her dad works as an HVAC technician. Denise and Fola's experience is common for a lot of older siblings. They were left to take care of younger siblings during the day and to help them with online learning. All right, Denise, tell me how old your siblings are. Okay, one is 14, one is four, and one is nine. Nine, okay, so one was really young when the pandemic started. Yeah, he just started kindergarten, oh. so he went into junior kindergarten. Oh. Uh huh. How was that? 
Um, I guess, you know, starting online, like, I already knew that was going to be a bit of an issue because, like, he's just a very active kid. Like, he doesn't like to sit down. And, like, I guess he wasn't really, like, familiar with um, using electronics at that point. So, but him sitting down, like, just sitting down and watching a screen, I just knew that wasn't going to work. So, of course, like, every five minutes he's getting up, like, he's finding something to do. And, like, you know, I guess just sitting by him and be like, you know, Solomon, like, sit down. Don't want just, like, watch the screen because, you know, I want you to learn. I'm like, let's count. One, two, three. Yeah, it, that, I feel like with him, like, he was the most difficult kid. So how did you get your own work done? I, I would have to pull, like, a lot of all-nighters. So if I, if I would have to stay up till, like, 11 to 2 a.m., 11 to 6 a.m., like, I would do it. Yeah, I know it's, it sounds a bit crazy, but, like, my education, like, I really want to, like, succeed in life. So if I had to do that, I would. I don't think my sleeping schedule wasn't really something, like, important to me at that time. Cause I'm just like, I have to get this work done. So, like, when everyone's sleeping, basically, like, there were times, like, we would call each other. Mm -hmm. Like, because we were both, yeah, like, we were both doing our assignments. Mm -hmm. And then, like, we would call each other. And, like, it was the middle of the night. Or, like, or, she'll wake me up. I'll be like, yeah. Oh, I'm, like, I'm trying to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. like, please stop. Like, don't call yeah. me. She was like, get up. You have to do And she, she was online, so we mm -hmm. didn't have the same teacher. Mm -hmm. So, like, even till now, like, we carried that over, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, like, now we have, like, the same class. We'll still call each other, do the yeah. work together, because it was something, like, it's we like got we used push to. each other Yeah, like, like you know, to like, get, get the up, work done. Like, I guess, like, it taught me, uh, like, um, a sense of independence, because, like, I had just had to do everything with myself. Like I, like I was, I almost failed biology. I don't like, it was just being home all the time, like mm -hmm. finding the energy and like knowing like, you know, there's someone that depends on you or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was just like, okay, just put them first. You can come back to it later. Mm -hmm. When you want to come back to it later, you're tired, you're tired and then it yeah. stacks up. Mm -hmm. And then like, to me, what always like brings me back is like, I know the sacrifices like that my mom made and like, mm -hmm. Life's tough, you know, like, you All go through so many stuff. Mm -hmm. So I just think about, like, the hardships and stuff, and, like, I can't fail. Like, yeah. It, it, that's just all that plays. Like, mm -hmm. I what, can't. What, what were the sacrifices that your mom made? Well, we're not from here, right? So, like, we're from Nigeria. I was born there, and, like, we used to travel back and forth. So, like, England, and, he, like, it was just a lot. Then when we finally moved here and, like, settled down, there was, like, a, a lot of stuff, basically. So... You know, I just always, like, you know, remember that and then, mm -hmm. you know. Did it ever get really difficult for either of you, Fola? Did it get difficult where you didn't oh, like, feel like I didn't want to do work? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I did. Like, mm -hmm. I would take breaks. Like, you know, since I was slack off. Sometimes, like, yeah. I also, like, okay, watching TV and stuff <laughs> yeah. and, like, escaping, uh -huh. that was amazing. Like, like, listening to music. Music, like... Like, even when you're doing your, school, like, schoolwork mm -hmm. at night time, I'll just, like, put on a YouTube video. Just, yeah, like, like having some me time, like, that helped a lot. Because, mm -hmm. like, your days are, like, so much. And then it goes by so fast because you're home all the time. Mm -hmm. That, like, sometimes you just have to, like, just chill out and, like... Or, like, just, take take a day thing. to sleep. But mm -hmm. then I have to remind myself, like... You know, I, I have African parents who have certain expectations of yep, me, and I'm going yep. to succeed. Mm -hmm. Then we're moving on to the next stage, and yeah. that's a little scary, Yeah, going too. on to college, but, like, at least we got into college. Like, yeah, yeah that, college. that uh -huh. too, that's mm -hmm. a big accomplishment, too. Yeah. Where are you so. going? Uh, Pola? Humber. We're both going to Humber both for nursing. Yep, nursing. Mm -hmm. Nursing, so mm -hmm. you can FaceTime each other. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, we can, yep. we can. Yep. Wait, okay. I gotta talk in this? You don't have to, just ignore it. It'll pick oh. up your... Talk, yeah, talk yeah, to yeah. us. Yeah, okay, okay. talk to us. 
Um, so this is, you're doing your fifth year. Yeah. Why did you decide to do one more year, Isaac? Um, the credits and I needed three more credits and basketball okay. was mainly the reason why. That's Isaac Merchant. He's 18 years old and basketball is life. It's my life. I travel in and out, travel in and out the States. I was in like Phoenix for like two weeks um, playing basketball. I might go back maybe to end the school year. Uh, yeah, like I love basketball. It's, that's the only reason, like, that's why I look forward to school is basketball. Okay, so basketball is your life. You mm -hmm. love basketball. I love basketball. What happened over the last couple of years when basketball was shut down? Yo, I'm not going to lie, it was like a depression state. It's like, you couldn't pick up basketball. You couldn't go outside. What is there to do? You know what I'm saying? I read that, like, it got to me, like, mentally, like, I was really like, and then they're playing with like my emotions kind of because like they're opening the gyms, closing the gyms, opening it, closing, you know what I mean? So it was very hard, like, I even talked to my, my mom about this, I'm like, yo, this is like hard for me. The way I was feeling actually, like, I didn't have no emotion. Like, I wasn't sad, I wasn't happy, I was just like numb to it, like, you know? I was just like, just there. And like, I would be up all night. I didn't saw me, like, I couldn't sleep. So like I'll be there, I'll be up all night and I'll sleep during the day. You know what I mean? So it was like, even that too was just so hard for me because I'm just like, you come in like, I'm, I'm getting like, I'm already skinny, but I'm looking like even more skinny, you know what I mean? Did you, you just, want to come to school? I didn't even want to be here. I was only here because it's like, I have to be here. You know what I mean? So it's like, well, usually I was, usually every time I came to school, it was just like, ba basketball is the motivation. So it's like, I'm looking forward to school because of basketball. I'm, in, I'm doing my work because of basketball. You know what I mean? But you're going to graduation. Yeah. Why like, is it important for you to be there? The show, like, uh, through all the trials and tribulations that we had, like, you could be here. Through all, like, the COVID, like, don't even let that get to you. You could be at graduation. You could be walking across the stage. You know what I mean? And through all the people that are looking outside, like, people that are not living in the community and saying, Jane Finch is an area full of, like, you know, drug dealers, thugs, all that. I'm graduating, you know what I mean? What can you tell me after I graduate? You can't really tell me anything. I always tell, my, like, always tell people like, there's no need for thinking small. Like we all really live in a small world, you know what I'm saying? You don't, need to, you don't need to go to school, like you go to school, you don't need to go to school and live how society wants you to live. You know what I mean? You can always live bigger than that. Yeah. Even if it takes time, like, cause you're not just gonna be rich like this, by a snap of fingers, you know? So even if it takes time, just still go through it. And as long as you do something you love, then if I wake up, play basketball every day, make millions of dollars, I love that. Is that a prom? Yes. Yes. When was the prom? Um, three weeks ago. May 26. I didn't. I didn't like it. So. You didn't like it? <laughs> Why? Yes, no. It was so bad. And the DJ. Was bad for so long. Yeah. You know, the DJ for like the music to get better. Yeah. Um, and it just never. It just goes right down. It's downhill. It just goes downhill. Okay, honestly, <laughs> when they were sick, I don't think it was as bad. Okay, Tyshawn, you're like lying now. It you're been, It could have been better, but like, yeah, it was... Better. That's Tyshawn Grant, who's 18 years old, <laughs> and Kavini Balbad, who's also 18. We did it. We went to prom together. It was my prom date. He was oh, your prom... Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so nice. Yeah. So like, we uh, matched colors, like a... Like a sort of baby blue kind of color. I would love Purple. to see a picture. Yeah. And we even, he, Taishan, even got me roses to Aww. match. Oh, that's lovely. I still have the roses in my room. <laughs> They're wilting, but I'm 
I'm like a box I want to put it in just you know yeah so yeah when you look back at the last four years what comes to mind for you like how how has it been uh, roller coaster did COVID make it harder COVID made everything harder couldn't even see my friend over here as I shot like god COVID make everything harder like everything like just imagine being trapped in a home where you don't you don't want to be like it feels like it doesn't feel like a home it feels like a prison mm -hmm. and like all your outlets are just cut off like you're just there you know and every day i would go home like and every time i'd step out the elevator and i'd see the number on my door like i would be happy at school and as soon as i walk and from the elevator i could hear my grandma and my mom arguing and our door is all the way at the end and it would just make me like you know so i used to come here early morning be at school then when school is done, come to SBL, stay at SBL till SBL shut down. Which was what time? Um, 5.30, yeah. 5.30. Oh, okay. Yeah, then I would take my sweet time to walk home, like sweet time. I got, I developed like anxiety. So when I, I remember when I had to come back to school, at, at the front of the school, and um, when I was in front of the school, I got anxious. I don't know why. I thought like everybody's eyes were on me, and like everybody's just like, I felt like, because I was carrying my own problems, right? So I feel like, let's say, like, I'm walking through the school. I feel like everyone could look at me and, like, see that something's wrong with me. Like, see that, like, I'm just, I don't look the same. Like, my whole vibe is just off. And that's, and then, you know, I didn't want that. And I stayed away from school for about a month. I tried um, not being at school. And then I slowly had to come back. And it was a lot. So, yeah. And how was that? What was that experience on that first day when you actually uh, walked through the building? It was hard. I was listening to music and I remember I went to my hairstyling class, hairstyling and aesthetics. And I explained to the teacher and she th she showed me like some things to do when you're anxious, like a thing with your palm you do when you're breathing. And there's this, this person, it means a lot to me. So basically what she used to let me do was in that class, the whole period, that person would be on the phone with me. Like, I, it would be a FaceTime, and while I'm breathing, the person, and she knows the person, she'd be like, hi, he's on the phone. I'm like, yeah. It was actually my boyfriend at the time. So he'd just be on the phone while I'm breathing or whatever to help me, like, you know. For Tyshawn, the pandemic came when he was discovering who he was. Are you intro Are you an introvert? Not any. Um, compared to, like, grade nine or, like, before, um, now I'm more, like, extroverted. Because, like, I wouldn't, like... Um, imagine like being like, like who I am today, or like, like getting to this point as like as extroverted as I am, cause like before, okay, like before I like joined like SBL, SBL we joined in a grade eight as mentees, and it's like um a really like big help in terms of me like growing into who um I wanted wanted to be, um. So like before that I was like more like um shy and just like um socially like awkward and stuff. Cause like um I was also like um I guess like in the closet that time too. So it was it was like hard like um hard like coping with that. So was it difficult then, Tajan, being home, you know, wanting to share this information during COVID? Like did that how was that? Because um, you weren't in school where your friends know, yeah. right, and are supportive, and... Um, 
like I slowly started like coming out to my friends. I feel like my first the first person I came out to was um, my friend. Oh, it was her and um, Jenny, yeah. and I was like in grade ten. Um, do you remember when in grade ten? I think it was I do. Okay, so it's like um, after <laughs> SBL, um, and we were walking to that's when we like we had lockers and stuff. So my locker was on the third floor. And it was just us, and we were just walking. And then um, I told, I told her, um, I told Jenny first, and then I told Kevini. Yeah. But it's like around like the same time. It was the same day. I love Tyshawn with my all, and um, I'm so proud of him. And I do tell him a lot of times I'm proud of him, but I feel like I don't say it enough. Like I'm proud of him, and it's like the small things I notice with them, like not only him with my other friends and what they achieve. I like. It makes me so sad like we're all just growing up and like you know and i'm just proud of him and like him coming out when he came out i screamed i screamed i jumped like act the fool that's how i am i'm very goofy i was like oh my gosh Tysh-. i don't call him Tyshawn. i say shamar it's melanie i'm like shamar oh my gosh ah. i was all giddy and i was jumping at the back of school like a little clown but you know i'm just i'm happy for my friends i'm happy for them so yeah their happiness makes me happy That's it for today. I'm Cheryl Sutherland. Thanks to Caroline Alfonso for her reporting and for letting me tag along. Thanks also to Westview Centennial's principal, Monday Gala, and one of the vice principals, Brandon Zoras, for inviting us into their school. A big shout out to the grad students who spoke to us. Yes, of on, course. On, I'm just gonna go around the circle, okay? Um, tell me your name and how old you are. Um, Jesse, I'm 18. What's your last name, Jesse? Wycliffe, yeah. Okay, say, say Jesse. Jesse Wycliffe. Um, Fola, okay, Rufai, 18. Denise Entry, 17. Uh, Isaac Merchant, 18. Uh, Chris Nanraj, 18. Joshua Sham, 17. I'm going to go this way. <laughs> okay, thanks. Um, Haley Rivers, 18. Kelly Lee, 17. Sorry, I'm going to go around this way. Uh, Tyshawn Grant, 18. Danika Mohan and Kavina Balbad. Congrats and good luck. Minika Remen-Wilms is our host. Our summer producer is Zara Kazemi. Our producers are Madeline White, me, Cheryl Sutherland, and Rachel Levy-McLaughlin. David Crosby edits the show. Kasia Mihailovic is our senior producer. And Angela Pachenza is our executive editor. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>